This episode is sponsored by Adventure. When we get there, I'm hungry. This car smells weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. That's the, episode, the music was perfect, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast, where this week we're really down to the wire here and we're talking about National Treasure 1 and 2. I've been hearing a lot of people asking, why isn't there a 3? Uh, but we'll get to that later. With me is Susan. <laughs> I'm just like, with me, brain fart. <laughs> How's it going, Susan? Pretty good. I'm tired, but good. Good, good. Hopefully, we hopefully won't... that doesn't hurt, hinder. Right. I was going to say, hopefully we don't have too many brain farts over the course of this <laughs> episode. I'm more physically tired than mentally, I think. So oh, good. that might be it. Hmm. Okay. We'll see, though. Right, right. Because to me, for me, that always translates into i can't talk as well as i normally can mm. you know and uh i haven't been having getting the best nutrition recently oh, I that's feel. Not good. <laughs> the best like uh last like day or two how was how was your week it was pretty good yeah what uh anything interesting happened crazy happened uh i got a raise oh yeah you officially got your your raise and you know what it is and everything yes i finally <clears throat> got it confirmed and I technically put it in myself because I run that part of the payroll system. I love how your bosses were both like, she knows everything. She can do whatever, like. Yeah. And then you put in your own payroll. I put in my own raise. Your own raise once they, like, gave you the okay. Gave me permission. Ridiculous. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, trust in that relationship. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. That's good. That's good. I'm satisfied. I'm I'm really glad because it if they gave you more authority, you could like actually fix the place and make it not stupid all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel that just the, the the amount of stuff that you do deserves more than you were getting. Thanks. Like you made slightly less or slightly more than me. I drive a forklift. And you are like the third most important person in the warehouse. In the company, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not really in the warehouse. Okay, well, but <clears throat> you're, the whole company is I'm basically the manager. warehouse. Yeah, the whole yeah. company is just in this one building, really. So yeah, that's. But yeah, yeah, third third most important person in the company. So that's kind of like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, my week has been. Uh, uh, t- two things. Saturday was a bear because um, I'm still watching the dog. So I had to like, uh, and one of the rules is, you know, f- don't be away from the dog more than like four hours. And they called me into work on Saturday. And the reason they called me into work on Saturday is because we have a contract with Sharp. And part of that is Sharp can make us work a Saturday, I think is the, is the deal. I don't remember. But um, like during the year. And so they, they pulled that card, we went in, and then for half of the day, I was pulling Sony stuff, and then for another hour after that, I, like, was cleaning, and I even had time to work on my trash project. With yeah, them. you should have had just been sent home way earlier. Yeah, we should have been or there Or not for, called in in the first place. Right, 
We should have been there for maybe two and a half hours, like if we stayed and helped the pack it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But we were there for four. I was almost there for five hours. Yeah. It's, yeah. And I already get overtime. So just a, like five extra hours of overtime and a paycheck is not going to be like a super huge, like it's not going to push me over any mm-hmm. edge at all. So it's just like. It still look nice. Yeah, I guess, but it, it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth like losing my weekend basically, because then I came back, you know, on Sunday, then I had to do all my uh, chores and stuff. Um, and then, but today was a lot better because I got to work on a. They've been they've been going on and on about all this like we got all these different kinds of trash and now we're gonna recycle all this stuff, but we don't we're not gonna give you any receptacles for any of this stuff. So I set up all, all of the trash cans and all of the what they call a Gaylord. Uh, it's like mm-hmm. a big, like, cardboard um, receptacle for anybody who doesn't know. It's just a giant cardboard box with no top. And I, I set don't them think up. They always have to be cardboard. Right. But that's the, the ones Yours that we have. Are. We have like six mm-hmm. of them. Um, and so I was just labeling everything and making this whole system so that you never have to go too far for your trash. Like uh, at Disney World, they never have, they always have a trash can like within like 15 feet of you because they're like, the studies show that you will walk 15 feet and then throw it on the, throw it on the ground, <laughs> even mm-hmm. if you know the most like lazy person. And that's what they're trying to like uh, avoid. And that's what I was trying to avoid. And uh, every, I've been asking people like, "Hey, does this work for you? Like, I don't want to step on anybody's toes." And everybody's like, "Yeah, totally cool, totally fine. This is great." And uh, even the cleaning lady was like, thank you. Everybody keeps putting all the wrong trash in the wrong kinds of trash cans. This will help so much. Yeah. So that felt good. Mm-hmm. That was really good. And that was uh, most of my day doing like something creative and helpful instead of just the normal stuff. So it was good. Yeah, it's fun. It's really good. Okay. Uh, quick little news items. Spider-Man is back in the MCU for the time being. He's got one more solo movie and one team up. Uh, that's what Sony and Marvel agreed to, and uh, it's good. It's great. Um, I still want Tom Holland to be, you know, forty-five years old and uh, still playing Spider-Man, and maybe that won't happen. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, like How old he can. Is he? He's like eighteen. Yeah, uh, I think he's my age. Okay, maybe, maybe twenty-two. That's a long time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but I want him to like grow up and like mm-hmm. get married and. All this mm-hmm. stuff as, you know, this, I want Spider-Man to grow up and still right. be him. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> maybe we'll get that. Maybe we won't. We'll definitely get one more. We'll get Spider-Man 3, Spider-Man Comes Home, and <laughs> or whatever they're going to call it. And then uh, one more team up, and then they'll renegotiate or part ways. So mm-hmm. better than nothing, but st- I'm still like, eh, whatever. Um, and also, Was it all a ploy to get more attention and money? Um, apparent, well, maybe apparently the, the deal now is 25%, which is so like the, so Marvel puts in 25% of the, the, the money and gets back 25% of the profits. So, okay. It's just, it makes sense. I, I don't know. It's fine to me. <laughs> it's, it's whatever. Uh, and then Kevin Feige also apparently is going to produce one Star Wars movie. Um, so and people are like, it's just a testing ground for him to do more in Star Wars because that would be great. Because Kevin Feige is the best. <laughs> He's done 10 years of great Marvel movies. If he could do that for Star Wars going forward, I would be totally fine with that. Even if he left Marvel at this point, I'm like, this is, this is cool. 
I'm done. It's fine. <laughs> Even if they suck after this, I'm cool. <laughs> you know, and then Star if Star Wars got better, then I'd have, you know, a different franchise to fan out fan fangirl over all the time. So it'd be great. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's it. Okay. Uh National Treasure one and two. We've got tons to talk about, probably maybe we got a lot of we got a lot of twitter stuff so yes we do (laughs) we run out of stuff there's tons of uh twitter things do you you have a note to start us off i have a note which one of the two is better oh the first one 100 percent. not even close everybody in the comments on twitter said landslide yeah 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 yeah. they mostly agree though (laughs) that the second one is decent Mm mm-hmm which I would agree. I think this the first time I watched the second one, I was like, "This is garbage <laughs> compared to the first one." And then, and then like some time went past, uh, time passed, and I was like, "Wait, is that in the first one or the second one?" And then I'm like, "Well, if I can't tell which ones the, the which one's from... which, then that means that they're both pretty, pretty good, good, right?" Mm-hmm. But I think it's the the plot of the second one that doesn't make as much sense. Do it's... we want to do want to explain what uh, National Treasure is real quick? Uh, <clears throat> I, I should I should have done that before I asked you to do your note, but uh, it's Nicolas Cage has to steal the Declaration of Independence before somebody else steals it and possibly destroys it because they're he's like looking for treasure hunters. Yeah, he's looking for the national treasure. <laughs> right, Is he's it... looking for the Freemasons' treasure. Okay, right, which he is in the family line of someone who's been passed down secret information. Right. And this part that that like the Freemason thing and the treasure thing is all set up in like the first five minutes. It's like his grandpa just like tells, tells him a story. The story. So that's not a spoiler if you're yeah. if you haven't seen it and you're gonna skip Jason the spoiler Earl's section. Little cameo there. Who's that? Jackson and Hannah Montana. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Wow. He's one of the again. people in the old flashback in the he's the like boy there and with the that gets the note oh oh okay i thought you were saying dies. he was nick cage as a as a kid no okay okay interesting and then uh christopher Plummer, who is always epic in everything it's great i'm guessing that's the old guy that's the that's the grandpa yeah. yeah and then uh what what's his face but yeah but that's the that's the that's the gist of it he has to steal the declaration of independence before somebody else does and destroys it right because he knew that the treasure map was on the back of the Declaration, Declaration of Independence. Which figure out like And his partner double crossed him and wanted to okay, well, get it at any cost. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and what, the second one you, is yeah. similar, mm-hmm. except <laughs> try to figure Nicholas out how to go Cage's character, Ben, is trying to prove his name's innocence because a guy sets him up to get his help to find, what's it called? Uh, El Dorado. There's like 14 different names for it in this movie, in the second one specifically. Yeah. The City of Gold. The, the yeah, City of Gold. Lost City. It's like, and then the Aztec name, and then the other Inca name, and yeah. then the, what the other people so, called yeah, the it. The City of Gold. Yeah. Okay. So what was your, I'm sorry, go go ahead with your note. What, what, what were we talking about? We were talking about which one was better and what. Okay. That people agreed that the second one was decent. Mm-hmm. My issue with the second one versus the first one is that it's too fast paced. The second um, one is this too is, fast? This would be a spoiler, what I'm about to say. Okay. But they, like, kidnapped the president in the first 30 minutes and have already been, like, done. 
Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And then, because they kidnap the president, and then they uh, go to England and mm-hmm. get this piece of wood. They get in the president's desk. Mm-hmm. They um, go, go to, to the, the library. And then the, mm-hmm. Yeah, they go to the Library of Congress. They find the it, To secrets. find this, yeah, secrets, because that's where the president tells them to go. Mm-hmm. And then... Great president, by the way. I love that guy. Yeah, I don't know why, but he's just so, yeah. It's like, a it's an, it's a really good president. If he was the president, I'd be I'd be a pretty happy American. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then there's a whole kidnapping or whatever. Then they're at Mount Rushmore. Then they find this the way into where the city of gold is. Then there's this whole thing to get to the city of gold, of course. Maybe that's why I don't remember this movie. And so like much. water and it's like someone two, drowns. Yeah, and there's like two climaxes to it. There's the like whole, three. The whole like yeah, the kidnapping the president and then what was the middle part? The the whole desks. Okay. Yeah. The resolute desks. The mm-hmm, sure. The desks and then the the water, desk and the, the chase, bit. but to get them because they know they're going after it and yeah yeah because the FBI knows. Everything. Right. And this is the FBI, the the bad guy, and the our team all like Mm -hmm. running around doing stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why that must be why it's like there's just so much jam packed in the second one. It's too much. In a short period of time. Mm -hmm. The first one seems to be a little more methodical. Like even though we don't see all the time that passes, we know a lot of time passes. Whereas in the second one, it's like they all they thought up this meticulous plan in five seconds and it was over they're really flying by the seat of their pants the whole time yeah and they just come up with all this stuff really geniusly the it's subtitled book of secrets and the book of secrets thing is done in the first what 30 45 minutes so it's kind of well well we've talked you've already kind of led into the why isn't there a third one they use that book of secrets as the lead-in to the third movie, which never happened. Right. Like, okay. they completely opened the door for that. True. Because it was the whatever was on page 39 or mm-hmm. whatever the page number was. Was that the... Okay. All right. Look. They're, the first one's better than the second one, and uh, they're both good. Spoilers. Yeah? Yeah. If I didn't already spoil, because I feel like... Yeah. I, we were... It's, it's all spoilers. It's now. all spoilers. Sorry, <laughs> I, don't I did say it. Before. I don't know. What, yeah, I don't know what we're doing. But uh, the, was it Area Fifty One? Was page, on page thirty nine or whatever? Was that what their we don't big know. thing? No, but like the, he asked about specific things, right? And then Riley just noticed that Area Fifty One was in the book when they were flipping through. Oh, okay. Get to the page with the Aztec thing that they mm-hmm. needed. He's like Area Fifty. Oh, the Watergate. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. like he's like we don't have time. He's like, oh, dang it. You know, <laughs> right. Because Riley, convenient. the kind of Riley's little subplot during the second movie is that he wrote this book and it's all about conspiracy theory in the government and it includes this presidential secret book mm-hmm. and everyone thinks it's just a legend and a myth, but then of course he gets to actually see that there is this book. Right, and right. so he's freaking out whenever they, you know, they <laughs> flip the page and everything that was he had guessed that was in it. He was like, "Oh, it's there! Oh, it's there!" Yeah, he was right about everything. Yeah, it's really good. So that leads me into my second note, which is Riley is my favorite. Riley's so good. He's the best. <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and front load this podcast with 
Riley's the best thing about these movies. Oh, definitely. We're just going to talk about they just, him. He's the best. Like, pretty much all my notes are just quotes well, of let's Riley. Hear some. You got, we already had the, uh, this car smells weird. This car smells weird. What did he actually um, say? The, or, or, he didn't say, are we there yet? He said something else. When are we going to get there? Yeah, there you go. Something Thank like you. That. Thank you. You got it. You did it. Yeah. Congratulations. So Incredible job. At the beginning of the first one, they're in the ship. Mm-hmm. And they're like going through trying to find the treasure that may or may not be there. Mm-hmm. And it's never there. There's always another. There's always another clue. There's always. A- they're just poking around, it and he, and Riley's just kind of clumsy, and he spills gunpowder on his head and stuff. <laughs> and then he goes through, and he there's these hammocks, and he moves the top one, and underneath there's a skeleton, mm-hmm. and he like freaks out, like he you know. And, um, yeah, he's like arms are flailing everywhere. And then Ben just very dryly is just like, you handled that well. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Because Riley is like so smart, but also he just comes off he's as a so complete goofy. Yeah. 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 He's like a five year old kid sometimes. And sometimes he's like just he's he's an, a teenager. Yeah. He's mostly a kid, I think, is all yeah, of the Yeah, he's very funny childlike. Stuff. And he's just so, it's just so endearing. <laughs> you just gotta love Riley. Um, and then there's that whole scene about it's like an daylight savings schooler. time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you quote I would that quote all the this time. all the time, especially mm-hmm. when we first met each other. Uh-huh. I quoted this all the time. Because I'm a know-it-all. And- yeah, and so, <laughs> so whenever I would know something that he didn't know... I'd be like, is this how you feel all the time? Wait a minute. Let me just soak this in for a minute. Because <laughs> he knows that daylight savings time didn't start until after the date that the glasses were hidden. So they had time to see when the shadow was going to fall. Right. And Ben and Abigail couldn't figure it out. They mm-hmm. thought they'd missed the window. And he's like, no, we didn't. And they're like, what? He's like, wait. You guys you, don't know? You guys don't know? <laughs> And so, <laughs> I know something about history that you don't. And then after they get the answer from him finally and start walking away, he goes, do you know who the person was that invented Daylight, Daylight Savings Time? Time? And they're all like, in unison, they say... Ben Franklin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> thought we were going to do it in unison. Sorry. <laughs> and so, and then he's like, oh, and he gets mad. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, as even, quick as he was happy. Mm-hmm. Even does like a little kid like stomp. <laughs> yeah, like a little. Yeah, as they're all walking away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's really good. Um, And they're both like, because uh, he says it like all excited, like, oh, do you guys know who did it? And they're like, Ben Franklin. Yeah, it's like, just oh. like, eh. yeah, it's good. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then at the end, this is still the first movie, where they find the treasure or whatever. And there's this <laughs> statue, this huge statue. And it's like covered in dirt and gross and he's like looking at it and he's going it's a bluish green man with a strange looking goatee i'm guessing that's significant <laughs> and then he just hugs it he just hugs the, <laughs> the giant statue of a barrel <laughs> yeah and then they make it to the next room and abigail looks over to him and goes riley are you crying and he goes look stairs <laughs> Because they thought they were going to be trapped Jumped down on there. there forever. Yeah. And he just keeps getting more and more freaked out. And then they're all like, like, just goo goo eyed at all this gold. And he's like, 
Stairs. Stairs. <laughs> yeah. So good. And then, um, like during the actual heist for the Declaration of Independence, when he's in the van giving mm-hmm. he's the direction guy the to Ben, mm-hmm. um, he goes, "My our evil plan is working." <laughs> He has way too much fun with that stuff. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, from, oh, another s- part in the ship. Mm-hmm. They're trying to All figure to out me. something. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying, trying to figure out, out what the iron pen is. Yeah. And the guy, the minion, one of the minions, he's like, the state pen, you know. And then <laughs> he jail, says yeah. he says something else kind of random sounding, but it went with what they were looking for. And then all of a sudden, Riley goes, Albuquerque. <laughs> See, I can do it too. Snorkel. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's one where he's like making fun of somebody who's dumber than he is, yeah. which doesn't happen like at all in the rest of the movie because everybody else is smarter than he is at what they're doing mm-hmm. specifically like nobody else could like crack codes and hack into stuff you know and uh set up security cameras and whatever he does but most of it is like history knowledge and being yeah. able to solve clues and stuff and, and he's just completely with- yeah. out of his depth on that stuff yeah. so he just he looks like the dumb guy the whole time but in the beginning he was like I'm going to get this guy because he's dumber than I am. Yeah. (laughs) And then one of my second most quoted lines from this movie is they're getting ready to actually enter. I'm sorry. One of your second most. There's like a bunch. My second most most (laughs) quoted movie. (laughs) One of my most quoted movies. Probably my second most quoted line in the movie. Okay. Um, They're getting ready to enter into 12th Avenue. That was a a bad time to mess with you there. (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was really bad. (laughs) Uh, was it 12th Avenue or whatever? There's sure. The church? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're in the church. Mm-hmm. And they've pulled the coffin out. Oh, right. And they're trying to figure out where the street and, is. And uh, that leads me to another quote. That wasn't <laughs> the one I was going to quote. <laughs> when, the, like when they pull the coffin out, one of the minions is like, careful no one steps in you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get that when... Uh, because I had seen the movie recently, and then Victory said something like I watched it with my dad, and then Victory quoted that line. And I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And then uh, we watched it again. I was like, Oh, the the like skeleton falls out of the coffin, yeah. and he's saying, "Careful, Careful no, no one steps in him in the." And he's like Irish or something, so he sounds funny. Well, that sounded like Australian or something. Yeah, what you whatever. I don't know. And that was pretty good too. So okay, well maybe that's right. Well, isn't the main bad guy? He's enough. Australian, right? No, he's definitely British. The Oh, that, yeah, you're right. I was confu- confusing him with Thor. Yeah, yeah, different guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> different Bor- guy. They look Boromir, <laughs> Thor, you know, this is a long hair, <laughs> bearded guy. Yeah, totally the same. They're just the log blonde hair. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, so the line really is. Oh, Sean Bean. I've been trying to. I've been working on that like for an hour now. <laughs> the guy's name is Sean Bean. That guy's great. They're peering into the hole that they need to go into. Uh. Yes. Because mm-hmm. it, it's the they they like took the coffin out and yeah, there's they took a the hole coffin and... out. They broke the wall mm-hmm. so that there's there's, there's, there's a, a tunnel, tunnel. there. Mm-hmm. And so Riley goes, "Okay, who wants to go down the creepy tunnel inside the tomb first? <laughs> 
I quote that all the time. Yeah. Whenever I have to walk through a creepy place or go into a basement. <laughs> and there's a lot of basements in like, what, like all of your houses have a basement. Yeah. Your parents' house. They're not really creepy. I just house, have this house. thing about them. I don't know. I mm-hmm. just have to psych myself up sometimes. Mm, I don't know. You're pretty, uh, you're, you're, you hate insects, so. Right. And they're more likely to be underground. Right. And so I like to avoid <laughs> right. underground. And bugs are creepy, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as a kid, I was always afraid creepy. of the sump pump area in the basement. Mm-hmm. And so I would always call that the creepy tunnel creepy inside the tomb, inside. just that part of the basement. Because mm-hmm. it was, I don't know why, it was, it was always scary to me. Mm-hmm. Even now, I still don't ever want to go over there. <laughs> It's just like, I don't know what happened to me over in that corner, but... I don't know. Must have been something. So that's pretty <clears throat> much... Me. Um, and then in the second one, he, very similar to the greenish-blue man mm-hmm. thing, he goes, look, there's a little golden man. <laughs> and it's always, it's like his delivery and his, like, it's always, you're right, it, uh, it's always like something childlike, like childlike yeah. wonder, childlike... Wanting to be there and not and being hungry and whatever and cranky or, uh, you know, stomping his foot like a little kid. It's mm-hmm. all it's all like childlike. And like moments. in the second one, there's quite a few things and even in the first one, but that just actions that he does, like they aren't necessarily lines, mm-hmm. just his reaction to things and how mm-hmm. he does certain things. And so it's him being petty, him like trying just, to impress girls. And then, it's all... and then all of a sudden a bug flies in his face and he's like, ugh. <laughs> that was funny. It was just, a... it's so awkward, but it's funny. Yeah. Like the point of it. It's a very it's underrated. Just, it's just so uh, great. Riley moment right there. Yeah. And there's another point or part in the first one where they're at the Library of Congress trying to figure out if they can steal the Declaration of Independence or not. And he's telling Ben. We, why are we in the biggest library that there is? What are the, all the books and everything telling you? Listen to Riley. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's another part where he like gets to be the smart guy because he's the, yeah. the voice of reason. And, and then like, his whole spiel gets shot down mm-hmm. when Nick Ben Cage just says a... one one little loophole that there is in the whole entire thing. <laughs> right. He already knows how to do it. So yep. it's like, okay. Well, you got to be smart for a second, Riley. Yep, yep. Good job. You had your day in the sun. <laughs> okay. Was that it for, for Riley, for our Riley segment? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I wanted to talk about the the bad guys and their, like, motivation, because I feel like the, the first, Sean Bean in the first one has a little bit better of, um, it's not a great motivation still, because he really, like, He's kind of set up as like a nice guy that, you know, is like, he's just a treasure hunter. He has all this money and he wants to, he wants to find this treasure, right? Mm -hmm. And, and then just for like no reason, when the plot needs it to be, like, he's like, oh, by the way, I'm a criminal and I'm, and I'll kill you. (laughs) And just, uh, just by the way. Well, Nicolas Cage's character, Ben, wasn't getting any backing by anyone and he thought he found the charlotte and so it makes sense that a shadier type person would be the only kind of person that would entertain what he needed right and then when he wasn't well a they didn't find the treasure which is what Mm -hmm. it makes sense 
but it should well he should have been like look every time there's another there's, no, there's always another clue like we're not necessarily gonna find but one. they see that's my issue with the first movie what there wasn't always another clue the oldest clue was the secret lies with charlotte that's what the ancient ancestors clue was there wasn't another clue and another clue for his grandfather and his great-grandfather they they never found charlotte so they didn't know there was going to be another clue and another clue and another clue mm. so you, you just have a problem with that line that i have a problem with nick cage or nick cage's dad says yeah yeah right. where he's like oh, there's just gonna be another <clears throat> clue and another clue i think they dreamed up the whole thing just to keep them busy so they could win the war mm. i always just assumed there were Tons of other clues that we don't really get to see. But when they tell the story, the only clue, the only th- piece of information, that's at the beginning of the whole movie. Right. It's a secret lies with Charlotte. Yeah. And that's the first thing they find in the movie. So there's no... And it's been three generations. Right. Or four. Hmm. Maybe they, maybe they found all these other... They had all these other leads to where Charlotte was and... They never. Well, then that's it. possible, but that doesn't make sense that the Freemasons necessarily would have had another clue. Right, another right, clue, right. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I it's so. both of the movies are so like convoluted with clues to me yeah. that like I can't even see, I couldn't even see past that to go like oh I, I just assumed you know there's all these clues that they found that we're just not seeing right. Um, but yeah, I, I and it makes sense that yeah it would be like a shady guy, but like. They should have set it up a little bit that, oh, this guy's shady. This guy's got a, a temper or this, it's something. To me, he kind of seemed shady, though, from the beginning, especially with, like, his stooges. Sure. Because could, why would you need those people? Could just be his boys, you know? They didn't seem like the kind of people who would just be... I mean, they looked creepy. Yeah. Well, uh-huh, sure. Yeah. They, they all so looked they like... So they kind of set it up. Bruisers. Sure. Okay. I don't know. I, maybe I just wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt, and then he just like immediately betrayed me. I was right. like, mm, "Yeah, I don't know about this." <laughs> but it, well, that happens like pretty someone's got to go to prison, Ben. <laughs> it happens pretty quickly, so it's not like. And then he's just a bad guy for the rest of the movie, so it's not like uh, a huge deal. But mm-hmm. it, the second bad guy, I don't even know. Like his whole plan and motivation makes almost no sense. Uh, and maybe that's just because I don't agree with like, oh, you got to get your name out there, even if you you know you die for it. Like, who cares? Why why would you? It sounded like someone had blackballed his family name in the past, hmm. and so he wanted to prove it innocent mm-hmm. by finding the city of gold. Okay, and he knew Nicholas Cage was the person to help him do it, mm-hmm. and he so he blackballed. So is Nicholas that a Cage. is that a thing? Blackballed? I've never heard that before. Yeah. Like it's like like uh, smear the name name of yeah. a person. <laughs> His name is Mud. <laughs> that whole BS story that he tells. Um, me. what's the uh, blackmail kind of thing? Okay, sure. Um, but he didn't have to. Like you, you could have just got Nick Cage to do it for you. No. No, Why I not? don't think so. Why did Nicholas Nicholas Cage wouldn't have kidnapped the president for some guy? No, but did you have to kidnap the president? That's that's the other problem with the second one. Is there's so many different things that lead to this, that lead to that, that don't that aren't don't aren't like inherently connected. Like the president they had to kidnap the president because they needed to know what the hieroglyph second 
piece said. Mm-hmm. But they didn't know that. He didn't know that going into it. No. He didn't but it sounded like he discs. wasn't going to be interested in that kind of thing. I mean, imagine how popular he was going to be after the first, yeah, uh, finding the find. original treasure. Yeah. How many people want his help to find something? Say they have this. Okay. And that and the mm-hmm. other thing. So. Okay. Sure. Maybe. Whereas if I don't you, feel like they set that up. If either. you ruin his name, then he has a personal then stake he in has it. And a, he has yeah, to do it. Personal yeah. vendetta. Okay, sure, fine. Okay. Uh, I still think his motivation of like I I have to be I have to make put my mark on history and his way of doing mm-hmm. it is dumb. And then he like becomes yeah. a hero because of that. Yeah, like he gets credit and stuff. Yeah, it's it. Like I get it. He he. It turns out he's completely amoral. Like he will kill you to get to his goal, or he will save you to get to his goal. He doesn't care. Yeah. But um. So he's not a hero, he's not really a villain, but he just has this goal that he will go to either side to accomplish. One but thing. They, but he doesn't, like, go back and forth much, you know? Like, he's, he, he comes in, yeah. Ed Harris is always, like, this bad guy. Like, he always plays, like, an abusive father or a bad guy. And... um So you're... you're, you're and he's set up like that. He immediately t- attacks the name of uh, this guy's family. Ben's family. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, he's a hero. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say? One thing that uh, I don't like in the set, or it's just kind of like a plot hole with his character, or however you want to say it. I don't know. Um, That's kind of what I've been saying. He, so when they're on the table Mm -hmm. thing that that they have to keep balance, or else they'll fall to the bottomless pit. That's another Riley line. Like, <laughs> uh, he offers to go first, and he, uh, oh, he stay goes. for the last, oh, so sure. that he can't come. Right. No, we need you, Riley. We'll come up with something else, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody says anything. He's like, I'm kidding. Just, just go. It's yeah, fun. yeah. Um, he, the bad guy, wants to go first. Right. That doesn't make any sense. You don't know if the ladder is going to fall apart. All oh, right. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Like, I would want to go it's a, second. It's a Disneyland ride, so everything will fall apart, but you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, but he's not supposed to know that. <laughs> right. So, yeah. it was just interesting. Mm-hmm. Because, looking like, at that ladder, you, yeah. Like, looking at that ladder and how pathetic it looked. Yeah. You, I mean, it did bust. don't want to go first. While yeah. they were doing it, too, so. Absolutely. He shouldn't have wanted, like, he should have made somebody else go first. Right. To um, make sure it was okay absolutely i'm i'm working on in the back like uh in the back of my mind i've been working on this like list of characters in movies that like it's a it's a tough guy who whispers all the time doesn't necessarily have to be a tough guy but it's like normally a tough guy who whispers all the time nick cage whispers to this whole freaking movie except when he yells and it's amazing uh just needed to throw that in there (laughs) we're gonna steal the declaration of independence just that's that's (laughs) that's how he does it the whole thing um but the other thing that I, I kind of a major thing that I want to talk about was I think it's it's really funny. Nick Cage is one of those guys that he's a leading man somehow, despite having no leading man qualities <laughs> <laughs> like like Riley's cuter. Yes, he's not handsome. He his character, though, can make makes him handsome. Right? He's he's very confident and very smart. 
where Riley is not confident and is a child. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, and, and he's smart, but apparently that doesn't, everybody knows that doesn't help you. He's smart in some ways. He's not necessarily common sense smart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Common sense. He has no How common sense. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. So, and then, uh, and Riley remarks at the end, he's like, oh, you, well, you get the, you, you get, get the girl. The girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, okay, look, did I, did, did I, t- I feel like I've said this before to you. I don't know if I, this is my soapbox for this movie in particular. <laughs> okay. We've got Nick Cage. Who we all know is Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weird and goofy and just insane. And then we've got uh, the actress whose name I can't remember right Abigail now because it's Chase. almost midnight. Ab- uh, wait. Abigail Chase. Is that her is real her, name? No, that's her character name. Okay. Whatever her name is, uh, we can look it up later. She played Helen of Troy. Do you know who Helen of Diane Troy Kruger. was? Dan Kruger. I should know that. I had a crush on her for a while. Uh, do you, do you know who, (laughs) do you know who Helen of Troy is? Like that whole story? No. Don't. This, yeah, I know. This, uh, she was the most beautiful woman in the world at the time in like, in like Greece, right? And she's like the, the queen of Greece or whatever the other opposite side was. I don't remember which, no, she's from Troy. So she's Trojan. So. She's the queen of Troy. And uh, this idiot, like, makes a deal with uh, some god and is, like, uh, and ends up being able to marry her because the the god's part of the deal was the most beautiful woman in the world will fall in love with you. And, and she just happened to be married. <laughs> and so this whole thing, uh, this whole war starts because of it. So this is an actress who's played a character who is the most beautiful woman in the world War was started because this woman was so beautiful, right? Like, mm-hmm. just ridiculous amounts of beautiful. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and Nick Cage is the one that ends up with her at the end of the movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't sure. see a problem. Right. But. I don't think she's that beautiful either, so. Mm. Okay. That might play into it. I mean, she's not. I think she's very pretty. I think that the fact that she was cast as this character makes it more ridiculous. So I just love that like disparity between the <laughs> it's Nick Cage married the most beautiful woman in Greece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. That's the thing that that's the thing that would happen. It's good. Uh-huh. Uh no, no further thoughts on that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Uh, I feel like that's pretty much it. You got any more uh, notes? Um, we did talk about how funny Riley is, but there oh, are we should, we should quite talk about a, the score. Sorry. Yeah, there are quite a few very funny things that Ben and Abigail like do. Like, like especially in the second one, like their whole argument and he pretends <laughs> like he's drunk. Uh, yeah. And stuff like it's it's funny and his dry just. He does have some good like dry humor yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. So. Also it's just, just a, it's just a lighthearted, people. even though it's like a. It could have been a. Thriller, it can be an adventure. It's like a very adventuresome film. It's so lighthearted. Right. It's not dark. And that's kind of why, why I like it so much. <laughs> I feel like that's why it gets away with a lot of things as well. It's just kind of light and fun and. Yeah. Light. 
even yeah. though it, it tries oh, to be Oh, like when he heady. sticks his hand in the bird, in or in the, the rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where the eagle sign is. Right. And scares the crap out of everyone. Yeah. That's a... I feel like it's that's kind of... classic. Yeah, but it's also like low-hanging fruit, I feel oh, like. Oh, it's so funny, though. The Especially crocodile hunter did Riley's the reaction. Yeah. You know? That's pretty good. He was <laughs> so scared. Yeah. It was pretty good. Like he's gonna wet his pants. That's <laughs> what <laughs> he looked like. Um, I don't know if I loved them, like, being uh, broken up. Yeah, that was annoying to me. Yeah. Like, because if it was, like, if that scene where they pretend to have an argument wasn't, like, almost all, uh, a real it was argument. a legit argument, yeah. It was like, when did you realize it was a fake argument? When did you realize that our fake argument was a real argument? <laughs> right, yeah. See, was, and that's clever, right? Uh-huh. But I would have taken not having that clever line that I don't even remember until you say it. Uh, you know, I would t- I would right. take the not having that right. whole dynamic in it over right. that having that line. Yeah. So, uh, but they do have some good banter throughout the you know both movies really, um, and it's kind of interesting the way that she kind of falls for him a little bit. Like I don't know, they're like at the thrift store getting new clothes and whatever and she mm-hmm. he says something clever that his dad said about uh him him being too cavalier with his like love life and then he's like well have you ever told someone that you love them you know outside of your family and then she's like yeah it's like well then my dad would also say that you've been too cavalier so it's it's kind of like this guy i don't know it's, it, it, it it's like a, this is a, this is a good guy. He's like yeah, it's a good catch, mm-hmm. just from that like little thing, which isn't really banter, but it was something that stuck out to me. Oh, <laughs> it was wow. good. Yeah, I, I would like the only line I'm not able to quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they do have good banter. We just have to take your uh, our word for it. Yeah, you talked a lot about the score as we were watching it. I feel like, or was that Victory talking about? It the... was probably Vic. It's very similar to Pirates, I right? Think. But I haven't seen Pirates, so... Whichever... It's a very, very cool score. I feel... Is this a Jerry Bruckheimer movie? Because uh, I feel I like know. it's... I feel like they have the same director. Um, and I think I also... <laughs> this is another half a piece of trivia that I have in my brain. Um, I think that one of them was... Director Chunk. Okay, what about the second one? What about the second one? Who, who, who did the second one? Um... <clears throat> One of them was used as like a backing track for the other one while they were uh, shooting, and I, whichever one came first, and, I, and that's why like the other one sounds like it. I think national, excuse me, the national treasure score was used as same director. Okay, so I don't know what I don't know where that came from. Um, <clears throat> it wasn't directed by Jerry Bruckheimer, whereas the Pirates ones, I'm pretty sure, are. <sighs> the score from National Treasure was used as like a temporary backing track for pirates and then oh. that's why it en- ends up that like, makes sense yeah and so th- and they're that's both what... they like, they go well mm-hmm. that would go well or was that pirates. night at the museum the you said that the it sounded like night at the museum didn't you like part of the dun 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 I don't well, the, look, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll look it up and, and tweet about it later. Uh, one of them was used as a backing track for something else. I feel like there's some pirates influence and there's also, uh, in the national treasure influenced, um, uh, night at the museum. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. You ready for some, uh, listener Twitter reviews? 
Yes. Okay, let's go. Seth S. at Vanished King says, We watched the first one when we were in D.C. for our school trip. It was pretty awesome seeing all the places that were in the movie. And then he added, Absolutely amazing. Though I think all, like all movies, the first one is the best and most classic. Nicolas Cage at his best. Crying laughing. Okay, we're, we're... <laughs> we're gonna do toy story here in the near, near future that's definitely not true with all movies so uh about the first one being the best and the most classic <laughs> maybe the most classic but uh, about the best and that's very cool like um i think i went on a school trip to like knott's berry farm and they have independence hall and definitely having seen the first one made going to independence hall a lot cooler just because it, it, seeing places in movies right. is cooler. It's more fun. Yeah. Um, okay. Melanie at NN. It's Melanie with two N's instead of an M. Um, <laughs> I love Melanie. She says, breathtaking, groundbreaking, money-making cinema. <laughs> and like, it's what I feel like it's one of those things where she's being ironic, but also she really lo- loves the movie. So... Yeah, those are my, those are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Cassie at Cassie Martin said, The first one is the best, but I love them both. Also, the soundtracks are absolutely stunning as well. Sure. Perfection. Perfection. <laughs> With the okay sign? The okay hand sign? Yeah. I'm not looking at her, so amazing. Okay. Uh, yours truly, Chris. It's, it's at it's truly Chris, I believe. It's truly, yes. Um, it's too long for the thing still waiting on number three which i feel uh says a lot with uh only five five words Mm -hmm. that's that's pretty good (laughs) can you tell we're all we're falling asleep now what oh (laughs) yeah i was trying to find the handle here um oh okay yeah everybody has such long nicknames that you can't see their whole handle yeah yeah. Angelica Rodriguez. I wonder who this is. Hmm. Lost Jelly Beans. <laughs> at Lost Jelly Beans. Hi, Jelly. Um, she said, they are so fun to watch. Love them. And then hashtag, this car smells like old people. Right. Which you pointed out isn't quite the reference. But No, but it, you got to get the, yeah, it's you- <laughs> the same idea. <laughs> and it's, my, it's like one of my favorite scenes in the whole thing. So mm-hmm. the fact that she picked that scene of all of them was... It's pretty, pretty good. Pretty cool. It's pretty good. I feel like we kind of, like she and I and Trez like uh, quoted that back in the day, but I don't know. <clears throat> Joe Rep at The Chosen One says, <laughs> I only ever saw the second one once in theaters, and I remember not really liking it. The first one is a classic. It's so dumb <laughs> in its premise. Uh, you're not even going to be able to hear me yelling, you're not going to be able to tell because I would have, like, messed with the... I would have edited it, but... <laughs> <laughs> dumb is in uh, all caps. It's dumb in its pre- premise, but it's so funny, it's hard not to love the ride. And then at your... Uh, at It's Truly Chris says, both fall into the ranking of, it's not good, yet so enjoyable. <laughs> Slimy, yet <Right>. satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> um, Super Chris. Super underscore Chris. Mm-hmm. That's his at name. super at oh, super underscore Chris, Chris oh, oh one. one. I had to click on. It. Said 
Never saw any after the first one, but the first is awesome and one of my favorite movies I tend to forget about. It's Mm. not emotionally good, but man, they did a great job making it a fun movie with some great lines and plot twists. So many plot twists. Of course, I went into the movie knowing nothing. That always helps a lot. Yes. Uh, Every 20 minutes, there's a plot twist. Because every time you get a clue, you're like, oh my goodness, this is completely different. Oh my gosh. Uh, I feel like it's emotionally good. Why wouldn't it be emotionally good? There's some good emotional moments in there. Yeah. I think Riley, are you crying? <laughs> well, that's a joke, but okay. <laughs> um, is it my turn? Uh, yeah. Micah Williams at Wilbury underscore twist says, two cinematic masterpieces that will never be eclipsed. Truly, two thumbs up. Another way over the top. <laughs> Rave. <laughs> endorsement for this movie again it's gracious at classic will l i love them haha haven't watched them in years but i greatly enjoy them incredible what's up will uh (laughs) ash ashy ashley underscore nicole goodness gracious good uh like good n-i-k-o-a-l yeah okay um (laughs) good luck finding her handle uh she says Cracks knuckles, as you know what I mean. Yeah, like, <laughs> she, yeah. Disney's greatest non-pirate live-action franchise made me fall in love with history at age seven. Goodness gracious, how old is this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Soundtrack it, uh, equals chills every time. Excellent dialogue and humor. Favorite Nicolas Cage character, Riley Poole is the real national treasure. Should have been a third film. <laughs> it's got- Riley Poole is the. Real national treasure. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> and it's got Riley, uh, a, a gif of Riley, like, uh, like spreading where, his hands. He's like, where's, where's the how rain? How can we make it rain while the sun is shining? Right. <laughs> and so, uh, you know. From yeah. the second one. Yeah. And I guess it's supposed to be, where's the third film? It's yeah, really good. It's perfect. So that's a great use of the gif there. Excellent. And I believe that is all of our listener reviews. So thank you to everybody who sent in listener reviews. Thank you for listening. You there listening. I really appreciate it. Um, where can they find you on the internet, Susan? Only on Twitter, at Prov31Susan. Incredible. You can find me at Game in the Box, wherever you care to find me. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Not in that order. Put Facebook at the bottom of that list. Um, <laughs> uh, you can leave a review on iTunes. You can actually leave a review in app. I don't think you could do it in Pod and Pocket Casts, but I definitely uh, recommend using Pocket Casts instead of whatever else. But if you leave a review on iTunes, we will read it on the show. Um, Thank you to Troy for being a patron. That's patreon.com slash Gabe in the Box. And uh, if you like the show, please share it with people. We really appreciate it. Next week, um, we're going to do, uh, we're going to have uh, a really busy weekend. So I'm going to, I'm going to record uh, an episode with uh, my sister and we're going to review McFarlane USA. So uh, if you've seen that movie, look forward to that. If you haven't seen the movie, check it out and uh, get more out of the episode. Uh, Until then, thank you again for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.